What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul, connecting self-help ideas to extraordinary success. Today on the show, I have a very special guest. Her name is Renee Winter. She is an R&B singer who has recently released a single entitled Speak. Welcome, Renee. Hi, thank you for having me. So excited. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. And just in the, the first five minutes that we've got to talk, I just already am obsessed with your personality. So it's You're like ditto. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Gemini? Are you a Gemini? No. <laughs> no, I'm a Taurus. You're a Taurus. Oh, yes. I see. I love Tauruses. One of my best friends is a Taurus. So there hey. you go. That's why. Are you a what sign are you? What sign are you? Gemini. Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> well, my bestie's a Gemini. There you go. Which is hilarious. <laughs> Siobhan, shout out Siobhan. Aww. Out in Atlanta now. She moved to Atlanta. Oh, sad. Move back. <laughs> Although Atlanta's really hot and mm-hmm. it can give you a reason to go out and be somewhere warm too. Definitely right? planning a trip soon. Yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thank um, you. Let's just start off with talking about your new single. Okay. So, uh, Speak, it's called. Yes. Could you tell us what the song is all about? It's really just about transparency in relationships. Um, it's really coming from a, a real raw place for myself and the ladies that wrote it with me were just asking like, what do you want to talk about? Mm. And I just said real stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what we're going through in relationships. So it's really about being in a relationship for a good while. Mm. Um, and sometimes it's a little bit um, at a standstill, like the plateau. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys got together at 18 and now you're 28 or vice versa, 25, 35, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be, you've changed. You've grown. Right. And maybe little things are annoying you now. And you're nitpicking, and it's a little, like, you might be sarcastic mm-hmm. when you can not use sarcasm and be a little nicer, be a little kinder. But it's just like you've got to this place where you don't know how to discuss it. It's like nobody's cheating or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like on the verge of that. Like that can happen because all of a sudden they're like hanging out with the work crew and mm-hmm. has all the work wife. Like you ever hear these terms like oh, work yes. husband? Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about these things, you know? So it's like, let's talk to one another. Mm-hmm. Like, let's really connect again. And not send like a passive aggressive um, tweet or like an Instagram post, a meme, like sub a subliminal like shade. It's like I'm talking to you. We even live in the same house, maybe. Right. But we're not literally just having a convo. So I said, I want to talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love that. That's amazing. That's pretty much everything that I stand for. I'm amazing. obsessed with understanding how relationships work and whatnot. And yeah. that's the number one thing across the board. In every self-help relationship book you will hear, it's that people just need to get raw. Like, don't be passive. Just say exactly how you're feeling. That's what I'm and, saying. And, you know, put it on the table and then yeah. try to deal with it. And if, exactly. you, if you place the emphasis on you mm-hmm. and, you know, that you feel a certain way, then that takes the blame off the other person person you can have a really good conversation exactly and you know what i want to say too it's not going to always be a good conversation it's going to be totally uncomfortable you got to be vulnerable and that's why i'm not like yelling on the record i'm actually speak singing Mm -hmm. on it because i want to be vulnerable and i want to say you know what i'm not a mind reader you actually have to tell me what you want because it's so weird how you get in a relationship for a while and it's like you expect the person to know what you want. Right. But you've never said it. Right. And you know what? 
speaking from experience, men need to hear it a couple of times. Totally. I'm just saying. No shade, guys. I love you. <laughs> it's so true. And you always hear girls saying, well, they should just know. because How? Because girls are quite intuitive in that sense. But guys, it's That's like right. they speak a completely different language. And they, they really don't know. It's true. As you get older, you realize that, eh? So yeah. it's interesting. Very. Wow. You just got to be really transparent about it. Wow. I love it. And do you write a lot of your own songs? Do you, do you, I know that you collaborate with a lot of people Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, I do. I have, but I love connecting with people. I've written songs for people. Like even like I used to do ghostwriting when I first started out. Yeah. Just to kind of meet people and be like, here, take that. That's cool. Are you yeah. allowed, like now because it's been a few years since then? Are you allowed to say who? Oh, you I would never. Go, really? Yes. Oh, loyalty. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> but still, really cool experience. Right. Because it's like it, it, if they say it, then I'm cool with it. Then I would right. validate it. But like, no, because it's kind of part of the game, especially when you're on the come up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's you like uh, paying your room. dues. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Well, that's really cool. So I did a, a little bit of research on you. Ooh. And I read that when you were a kid, you were obsessed with Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. I know. And so was I. This could be our bonding moment. <laughs> um, Michael Jackson was the reason I became obsessed with singing as a kid. And I just. Wow. He spoke to my soul as well. So it was really cool reading that you would perform for Legit. everybody. Michael Jackson. What's your favorite Michael Jackson? Song? Like I had, I had the, um, the jacket and the no. glove. Yeah. Like oh, my parents bought it. it for me because it was that bad. Oh. And my older sisters would let me be Michael, which I'm like, thanks guys. Yeah. You know, I was <laughs> willing, I was ready. So, uh, yeah, I would say, uh, my favorite, uh, would be so many, oh, gosh, so many, but, Sorry um, to put you on the spot. It's hard. <laughs> Oh my God, so many. Um, I always loved Thriller because that used to scare me, but I used to love to watch it. So it's like I'd be watching like this, you know, like <laughs> kind of hiding out, but still watching. Yeah. Love, always loved This Is Thriller and um, uh, Lady, Lady. Uh, oh. There'll be no darkness tonight, Lady of Love. Yeah. Will shine. I think it's like Lady of the Night or something like, something okay. like that. Okay. Something like that. One of his like slower ones. Yeah. 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 Cool. I was always a fan of Heal the World. That was oh, my favorite. Oh, yes, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know why, but I was just obsessed with that as Make a it kid. a better place for yeah. you and for me. Oh. I used to love that one, too. I would cry all the time. Yeah. Oh, even Remember the Time. Yeah, I think maybe Remember oh. the Time because that even the video, I remember it, like, it was just so amazing. I, you know what? The first time that I heard um, uh, They Don't Really Care About Us, oh. that really spoke to me. I'm like, ooh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> And the video is so deep. Yeah, it is. So it's like so deep. Yeah. Anyways, I love him so much. Okay, can you tell us more about your childhood and how you got into singing? Yeah, you know what? Um, Like now that I'm, you know, reflecting on all these things again, it makes all these different stuff start to come up. But when I was younger, um, my parents brought me to a concert at uh, Canada's Wonderland, and it was like cool in the gang, like old school, but. I feel like that was my first concert. Now that I'm like thinking about everything and I'm like remembering stuff. So I feel like once I got that experience, I was really small, maybe even three. Like mm. it could have been like 83, 84, really long time ago. Oh. And just being stuck in the moment and being like, wow, what is happening? Because I really mm. had no clue. Because I guess I never connected the music on the radio and then actually seeing a performance and being like, 
familiar with the record because my parents used to play Cool in the Gang like crazy, you right. know? So um, then it was just always in our house. Like, my parents would play it. I remember them, like, dancing in the house, and mm. I sang in the school choir, mm. um, church group. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and it just was just always a part of our life. And I was thinking the other day, my sisters and I would clean up. And play music on Saturday mornings because our mom would wake us up and we'd have to clean. Ah, so of course you'd play in the background. So it was like the motivation. Yeah, yeah. And um, (laughs) just always singing. But what's funny is I hid my singing from like the outside world. Hmm. Like I would sing for my family and my um, my close friends in the house, Hmm. but I wouldn't perform at school. Really? Yes. Interesting. Not until I was probably about nine or ten. Somebody was, one of my friends like that lived in my neighborhood was like, you know, she knows how to sing. Wow. And I was like, oh, you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So you were quite shy then back then? Yeah, because oh. I was more known for like sports. Oh. I did track and field and basketball. Sounds like high school musical. <laughs> That's so how we play basketball and all of a sudden he has the best you're like, voice. <laughs> you're like, yeah, all this thing comes out of you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So um, just really thinking about everything. Grade six, uh, I performed uh, Whitney Houston's I Have oh. Nothing and uh, I'll Always Love You. But wow. when I did I'll Always Love You, that was like towards the end. That was my first standing ovation. I was 12. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, wow. What is this? Footage of that? I wish. Oh, darn. I wish. I love watching. Somebody has it on the VHS somewhere. (laughs) Somebody does, yeah. I better start working hard so they'll turn up. Yes, just contact all of your old classmates. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I would love to see that though. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. It would be cool to find. Although that's so cool. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So you didn't ever take like singing classes or anything? You just practice Uh, a lot at home? You know what? I did take singing lessons a couple of times, but you know, it gets pretty expensive sometimes. And like to keep up with it, you're like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did take a couple of courses like in school, like vocal class and um, band, you know, like in the band and doing stuff. But for the most part, like really just like... um, self-learn kind of thing right that's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah because i was going to ask you because i mentioned before we started the show that i've been watching the master class with christina aguilera right yes amazing yeah and it's actually really good would recommend um and one of the things that she said is that she didn't even start warm-ups until she was already on tour like she so i it sounds like she has a similar story to you in the sense that she was just always singing Mm -hmm. and that's how her voice got stronger so i think everyone just has their their own way Mm -hmm. what would you like would you have a recommendation on making your voice stronger how to get your voice to be much stronger yeah i feel like i have this technique um you have to use your diaphragm so Hmm. It's the opposite of regular breathing. So, you know, when you inhale through your nose and out through your mouth regularly, yes. right? And your diaphragm is doing the same formation, like in and out. Yes. Now with the singing, because you know how some people can hold those really long notes, yeah. right? You're like, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. When you inhale, you expand your diaphragm. So blow it up, right? Like a whoopee cushion. Right. Visualize the whoopee cushion. Your stomach now, as you blow up the whoopee cushion... You're inhaling, but it's the opposite. So you inhale, but you're opening your and you're holding it. It actually hurts. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to hold, I think. It's yeah. hard to hold. But when you practice, it becomes natural to you because mm. when you start to sing now 
and you hold and you're like, ah, and you can hold it. Yeah. Ah, you still yeah. got more. Ah, right. Same breath. Ah, wow. Okay. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I'm holding it now. Yeah. And I'm contracting, holding, still got the air, right. contracting, holding. Oh. It's really the muscle control. Huh. Yes. I'm going to think about that when I practice this next. <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously a selfish question. Mm-hmm, that I'm because wondering. you know how some people are like, oh, sing from your diaphragm because you can sing from your chest. Yes. You can sing from your throat. I've never really understood what that meant, but that makes more sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. you could sing from here. You can mm-hmm. feel when you're singing, like the resonating. Mm-hmm. Even here, like they, some people will say they're more nasally. They, sure. Right. Because. You're singing the way you actually breathe, but you're really not supposed to sing the way you breathe. Hmm, it's right. like a different thing. Right. That makes that makes right. sense. Especially yeah. like the opera singers. Well, they they do it, but they don't want to tell the secret. I'm just giving a little cat out the bag. Oh, I appreciate it because this is something I want to get better at. I want to be. At yeah, a place. we want the world to get better. There's yeah. enough room for all of us. But the problem with people is they're all trying to keep it to themselves. Yes. Share the love. Yes. Spread it. That's I love right. That. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's amazing. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I also noticed that you have worked for, with a lot, a lot of big producers and creators yeah. in yeah. the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just thinking maybe there's someone listening out there that yes. would really like to be a singer in the future, but mm-hmm. maybe they're not connected in any way. Right. Do you have any advice for someone like them to help them, you know, just get themselves out there or get more connected? Yeah, I definitely, I, what would I say? I would say, go out. You don't have to go out all the time, mm-hmm. you know, but definitely go out and meet people that are like, like-minded people. Mm-hmm. If you want to start singing, go to a live show, mm-hmm. meet the, the musicians, meet the background vocalists, actually go over and say, hi, I'm a singer. My name is, mm-hmm. this is my whatever. This is what I want to do. Just want to shout you out and say, great show tonight. Awesome. Yeah. Because you know what? Being on the opposite side of the mic, every artist can relate. We might be yeah. having a bad day. Yeah. We might, whatever, but the show must go on. We all live by that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when somebody just like a random stranger comes up and is like, you know what? That was awesome. It means more mm. than people that actually know you. Totally. Because you're like, okay, it's working. Yeah. Because I like, you know, you put that energy out. You like, you want to receive the good too. Yeah. You really do. Like, that's what we want. We, it's like we're like that whole light worker. I've been learning about this light worker stuff. Oh, have you? That's what I'm all about. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Because somebody was like, you're like a light worker. And I've never heard this term before. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little intrigued. So this mm-hmm. has just happened recently. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Well, I can tell you a little bit. Tell me. I tell mean, me. I would say that you definitely are just based on like the very first second that I met you you're so open and willing to love and like smiling and so there is something Mm. that I've kind of like this is how I've understood it for myself is Mm -hmm. that there are people with what I call sunshine energy Mm -hmm. and essentially it's just like when you see them they're just they're open to giving and receiving love and you can Mm. just kind of they you can feel them they feel warm and like you know they're just there they are people that 
don't project their demons onto other people. Like we all ah, have struggles. We all yes. have things. But I, I deal with mine quietly. You deal with yours. You, you know, it, yeah. instead of like get taking our anger out on someone else, we mm. can recognize that, oh, okay, we're angry right now. It's not their fault. We're going to still be polite and nice to them. Does ah, that make sense? Yes. So it's kind of this like. This is good. Yeah. So I think like a light worker is someone that just strives to make others happy and to mm. uplift the planet a little bit. So Interesting. Yeah. This is interesting. I would definitely say that you have some sunshine energy 100 percent. Wow. yeah and it's funny because so does amir so does for sure so many people that she works with and i've uh, you know through meeting you know her and and uh, and on my show i've met like pretty much i would say almost everybody on my show has that energy the sunshine that's energy. awesome yeah it's it's wild but i think it's like the law of attraction right yes. what you said like-minded people like attracts like like yeah i'm putting out there that that's what i want on my show and that's what's coming but so. it's true because at the end yeah. of the day like to get back to your question like what would you tell somebody you gotta really just like i had nothing at first i just yeah. put myself out there and right. then i would I actually built really good relationships like they mm. weren't just like for gain right it was actually like get to know these people that are like you are our struggles the same mm-hmm. like have we experienced and most of the time it's it is similar right you know so that yeah. i feel like that's what even brings us closer of course yeah i always say depending on how you are as like a driver like if you're a mean driver, I don't know if I'm gonna get along with you because some people are mean it's for so no true. reason. Oh, like yeah. why not let me in? <laughs> so true, right? So true. Actually, something that I I started and <laughs> this was uh, maybe uh, a couple years ago now actually, but my my ex boyfriend, his mother thought I was so funny for doing this, and so I used to get really anxious about driving because yes, people can be so mean. So I just started not caring and I would roll down my window and when I wanted to get in somewhere, I'd be like, hey, would you please let me in like <laughs> literally say that and then they would be like yeah sure because there's something about like when you when you look someone in the eye and you actually connect it's hard to say no and yes. it's hard to be mean but it's people true. are in their own bubbles when they're in their car so they're just like they're exactly. in their own head they're not connecting right exactly like so, <laughs> so crazy on friday we drove to hamilton mm-hmm. to see michelle obama no way yeah cool. she was in hamilton it was, it was called a conversation with michelle obama oh wow and same thing. 13,000 of us were there. So wow. obviously when we're getting out, most of us drove from the GTA, right? right? Toronto, Mississauga, Oakville. We're all getting on the highway. Nobody's letting anybody in. Straight <laughs> face. So mean. I'm like, look at all these meanies. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> I let somebody in and the lady was like so thankful. I'm like, something so simple. Right. Why do I'm just going to be mean when I can just hit the brake letter in? I'm not yeah. going any faster. Yeah. One car. Like, I get it. You don't have to let the 10 of us in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm reasonable. You'll never move ahead. Like, at least a couple, though. But that's like, amazing. You know, come yeah. on. Let yeah. me in. You are definitely a light worker, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, um, so, yeah, I asked you about uh, your... Oh, right. I wanted to ask you about any other songs that are coming up. Are you mm-hmm. releasing any new songs in the future? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, the cool thing is we have been recording with Andrina and I for, like, three years. Okay. Yeah, so we have really just been recording getting songs out sometimes like they're like therapeutic you're like oh of course <laughs> you know that's just for us but then um we really just started honing honing in on like my sound like what do i want to say like mm. who am i as an artist mm. and when we were in la we wrote like a few songs oh. but it's like i'm on the journey of making more music i'm on the journey of like 
just really creating more because mm. I re- I recorded um speak in my basement. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And Drina mm. really she's like a mentor slash like she's a teacher. Mm. She literally give you the master class to believe in yourself. She's like, if I can do it, <laughs> you can do it. Wow. And it's true because she produces, she engineers, she writes, she's a classically uh trained pianist. Wow. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if she can do this, and then she's got like two kids. Right. And she she's she nom- uh, got nominated or won a Grammy? Was that her? That was Delisha. So like right. even Delisha's journey, Delisha and I have known each other since the third grade. Right. I was third grade. She was second grade. Whoa. Yeah. Elementary and high school. Wow. And then we like branched off. But um, there was a time when I was in New York and she was in Jersey because she was working with Rodney Jerkins, like uh, his dark child production company yeah. from very many years. And uh, we would just talk We because it's so far. We didn't have money to be going to see each other, but we mm-hmm. would literally like pray Aww. and talk to each other, just like support each other because it was tough. Mm-hmm. You feel lonely. Your sure. family is not there, but you know it's like. It's going to pay off. And it all does because it makes you who you are. You know, like every little thing, the tears are worth it. Like that's what I want to stress to everybody. The tears are worth it. Mm -hmm. Feeling unsure, it's worth it. Right. Like we're all feeling insecure and like Mm -hmm. we're like, why? Why do we do this? We just have to cut the, you know, Mm -hmm. and believe in ourselves. Yeah. And you're going to feel that way anyway like it's inevitable it's part of life right right like like feeling all these different emotions and going through these experiences and i'm sure that's what has inspired so many of your songs that's right right like even hearing like your friends talk i remember i wrote a song about it you know (laughs) you we're going through so much and you talk about it even like danger zone i wrote a song danger zone but i didn't really get a chance to push it that much but it was really about choosing yourself like i'm choosing me over you you're mm. headed to my danger zone i'm choosing me over you oh, i love that yeah, yeah. because like mm, <laughs> i get where you're going with this yeah some people just like to antagonize you right and they're like what 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 are you doing? Why are you so oh mad? totally we all know that but you know what though actually i've been thinking about that a lot and um i think it's almost human nature to see how far you can get with someone or something mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and so you'll just kind of push and push and push until we set our own boundaries right right it's right. like it's like if if we don't set boundaries then people will still keep pushing right right so um i've i've been thinking about that and and kind of reflecting on the fact that I think it's almost our responsibility and not their fault. It's more us to recognize, oh, okay, wait, this person is trying to do something with me and I don't agree with it. I need to just set my boundary. And if they still continue, then you cut ties sort of thing. It's right. right? It's right. It's right. Yeah. Because it, it, you're right. It's like, it is human nature. Like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. And for me, it's been a lot of people that I may have known 20 years ago. Cause I had my, uh, high school reunion last year. It's like been oh. 20 years and we wow. did this huge party. We were like 20 years. Like we couldn't <laughs> believe it. We're like, flies. Whoa. We couldn't believe it, but it was just like, wow, like, look at us, you know, and I I just felt like, wow, we're here. Mm -hmm. Like, even since we had that reunion last year, like, a couple of people have passed away who came that night. And, like, everybody was like, we're so happy you guys did it, because I didn't even know how I ended up on the committee. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But they were like, Renee, would you help us? Like, it would be kind of cool if you could reach out. I'm like, okay. (laughs) You know, because, like, old times. And um, it's just funny, like, how 
people like test to see if it's like your old you. Like that's mm. what I was saying. Like why I brought the 20 years ago. Cause I'm not the same person. Of course. Yeah. I've grown. I don't even know that girl. Yeah. So insecure. So like, but you're mm. pers- like projecting like you're not you like you have all the answers and you really don't. Right. Totally. And that's like, it mm. only gets better. Cause like mm. a couple of my friends are turning 30 and you know, they're getting like the whole baby fever. And I'm like, trust me, you're okay. Yeah. Cause I didn't have my first kid till I was 33. My second one, I was 34. Hmm. You know, my sister was a little older than me. She was like 39 and 40. Really? Yeah. That's and our amazing. kids are the exact same age. Wow. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, don't, sometimes it's like, be responsible for the energy that you put out too. I love it. Right. It's like, you can be around like around people. Yes. And be responsible for that. But don't call in negativity to your life because you can manifest negativity too. Totally. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, if you're feeling anxious, like literally breathe, count. Yeah. Like it actually works. Totally works. That's like, take that moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Take that moment. That's what it is. Take the moment. I, laughing with my friend but like i lay in the grass oh like, me too i love that and summertime i just lay down and I'm like whoo like it feels so good i look up at the sky I just, you're grounding I don't know. yourself it does something to me oh i love it i totally do that too that's so and funny. i'm a big kid like yeah. we're all big kids yeah you gotta be though you gotta just own it and truly i think a lot of adults as they get older they just they lose that inner child and that's why they're so depressed and down this is what i'm saying we're all so hard on ourselves like remember one thing i remember about the 80s and 90s we took things very lightly right everything was a joke it was like you know (laughs) sorry not sorry when everyone knew it was funny right you know it was like we called it snapping we get someone snapping on you oh snap yeah right we would say that yeah that's right you just but you, you were playing fun it was like sure oh and then when you t- when you caught feelings people were like oh come on i'm joking and you're like oh okay yeah but it was more like fun you had yeah. more fun you laughed at yourself yeah. wasn't so serious everything's so literal i know you know i've been saying recently that i feel bad for comedians nowadays because it must be really hard for <laughs> them is. to do their job I tell you. when everyone's offended by everything you know <laughs> so like i love that you're saying that because yeah i think everyone just you know just Try to let things go and just try to be lighthearted. Lighten you know? up. Yeah. Lighten up. Uh, Lighten up, man. Erica. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Lightworker. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, Erica Badu. I mentioned it to a, a friend of mine. We're talking about, like, relationships because we're at this, at this age. It's like, same thing. You're mm-hmm. in these long-term relationships. A lot of my friends are married. Right. You know what I mean? Long-term, everything. And I was like, hey, remember Erica Badu when we were younger, that whole bag lady? You remember that bag lady? It really means when she's like, pack light, don't carry your baggage from elsewhere mm. on your back. Mm. That's why pack light, you're, you're going to break your back. Right. Dragging all them bags like that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like sometimes you have to revisit songs that you mm. used to love when you were younger mm. because they mean so much more now. So I had to tell my friend, go on your little nostalgia train, go on the nostalgia tour and enjoy the past. Sometimes you just have to refresh yourself and be like, oh, yes, I am woman. I'm going to be okay." Yeah. Life isn't that hard. Yeah. I've been watching all old Disney movies and feeling that I watched Tarzan the other day. (laughs) No, seriously. Wow. Like the eyes of a child. Sometimes you just need it. Like I feel like because I have kids, too, it's like Mm -hmm. making me tap into so much more. Like Mm -hmm. I tell my friends. Stop taking, stop taking parenting 
so serious like you know it's so personal they take it like it's a personal attack but you have to remember being a child you're figuring out who you are mm. you really just want independence right it literally has nothing to do with the parents it's like <laughs> kids are a little cuckoo they, they just think about themselves all day you know what i mean it has nothing to do with you they're not trying mm. to upset you and no. annoy you and they don't know their brains they haven't literally fully functioned yet like <laughs> literally yeah so, so i'm like take it easy on yourself it's not a personal attack on how you're you know parenting your child yeah your child just went to school for eight hours. They're feeling crazy. Yeah, right. They have probably all that built up energy from of having course. to sit still for eight of hours. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. See, I don't have a kid yet and I can say from what I know, but like I bet once I have a kid, I'm going to have to yeah. re- re- reiterate all these ideas. You learn quickly. Judgment is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Because literally it could be you the next day. I always say that like one minute things are great and the next minute it's up, you know, creek, you know, because yeah. things are great and this kid could fall and you're in the merge. Right. You know, and it's like, like so quick. No matter what you do, like, like, I, like, I hate to say it so bluntly, but like you're everyone ends up messed up in some way and not like messed up in like, you know, totally. I just yeah, in the sense that like we're all going to have issues. The life of, journey. Yeah. We're all going to ever like that's the purpose of life. So yeah. you're never going to be perfect. And, true. you know, you're going to create problems for your kid. It's inevitable. It's true. <laughs> you know, and what I've realized being a parent is like. As a kid, you like I said, you take it all personal. So you think, oh, my parents don't like me because they yelled at me. They wouldn't let me go to the party. They wouldn't let me outside. They're so mean when you're like, your parents might not have enough money. Right. Your parents might not have a car to get you there or yeah. how they're going to pick you up because they don't have anybody else they could rely on. Mm-hmm. There's just so many little elements to it. You're yeah. not... What kid is thinking about that? Right. Of course. Right? Oh, I love this. I love <laughs> that you're like giving everyone parenting advice. This is great. <laughs> this is awesome. But that is honestly, I think that is the best outlook. I think that's how you need to be. I think yeah. It's, and it's great that you touched on that you, you know, don't be so worried about having kids. Like you can have them whenever, like your sister at 39. That's something that all my friends were all kind of going through. And yes. We've been it talking happens. about like the, the biological clock and feeling like you need to have it now. But mm-hmm. what's the rush? You know, if you feel like right now it's all about your career then then relax and we're just living longer we're looking younger yes. we're taking care of ourselves more yeah. we're way more aware so totally. like believe it totally don't call that into your life yeah. like and the main thing is to all the parents like dads included because there's a lot of single dads mm. out there too holding it down and supporting oh, yeah. you know killing it yeah killing it i want to represent for them too because mm-hmm. you know what they're out here holding it down because like for me to be able to do all these things my partner he's holding it down mm-hmm. you know so you can't you know we all got to do the work and it's oh, just to yeah. remind everybody no matter when you have your kids you can still do you yes. in the beginning it's a little tough especially if you do like breastfeeding or whatever mm-hmm. but trust me mm-hmm. there's a time it like you you're learning, you're getting to know each other, you and your child. I'm my, Your child is getting to know you. Right. You're getting to know your child. So there is a lot of, you know, tears too. And But it's mm-hmm. a lot of great things. It's like the hardest, best job. It's like mm-hmm. your best work into this little person. Like if you're giving your best, you try, you do your thing. But it's like, who are you? Like are you're more than mom. You're more than dad. Mm-hmm. Your wife, your friend, your auntie, your cousin. 
Yeah, you know, okay. you're just everything. We're yeah. everything. Like your dad, your brother, your cousin, you know, your grandfather or whatever. It's like figure out who you are still too. You yeah. still got to be happy at your core. Totally. Right? Yeah. Like you can't find that happiness in anybody else. Self-love is the key. It is. And you know what? Sometimes your self-love does hurt other people, but like sure. they will understand if they're your peeps. Yeah. Right? And I mean, how also also, I don't think you can prevent people from getting triggered. That's yeah. also what helps them with their own life lessons. That's right? true. That's so, so true. Yeah. Oh, great talk. This is so yes, much fun. This is amazing. I would never think we would go here, right? I would never <laughs> Aww. Well, that's the great thing about podcasts. And and actually, one of the things that I try to do on my show is I have questions, as you can see, but mm-hmm. I, I try to just go with the flow because mm-hmm. I think what's cool about podcasts is that you can just have a conversation. Yeah. You know? and that's, yeah. I think it's more authentic as it totally to is. YouTube video. This is my second thing. podcast I've ever been on ever. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, that will. I'm so <laughs> glad to have you, like I said. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Aww. Well, I wanted to. Um, just sort of quickly touch on your beliefs mm-hmm. because I'm a strong believer in your beliefs is what creates your life. Your mm-hmm. mindset equals, you know, your ability to be successful. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it sounds like you do a lot of praying. It sounds like you're very all about spreading love and whatnot. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, how would mm-hmm. you say that your beliefs have contributed towards your success so far? You know what I would say? Um, early on in my journey, I feel like I was so caught up in the moment I wasn't aware of what was going on all the time. Like, mm. I didn't slow down. It was go, go, go. Yeah. But I feel like at a certain age in your 20s, you are kind of go, 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 go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're going, you're figuring out, you're trial and error, you're here, you're there. Yeah. You're like the whoop-de-woo, you know? <laughs> and I kind of lost sight of being grounded. Hmm. Like, I was never a mean person, but I wasn't aware of negative energy around me at the time. Hmm. Like, I wasn't making the right choices, but in my gut, I knew it was the wrong choice. Oh, So it's like I wasn't listening, huh. right? Huh. So where I am now, that is a key. Listen mm-hmm. to that little butterfly in your tummy that says, mm-mm. Or yes, yes, yeah. just do it. Yeah, You know, don't second guess the, uh, that good feeling. Be decisive because I noticed that being decisive takes you places. Yes. And owning it, seeing the vision and just going with it. That's really crazy that you're saying that because I was really upset two nights ago. I'm going to get open and honest. Okay. And one of the things that I struggle with is not being decisive or ah. or I I will decide but I always my my biggest fear is being wrong because it, it's kind of tied in with fearing that I'm unintelligent and you know a bunch of Our things things yeah yes. and so I had a really good conversation with someone with, where they were saying you know what you're just gonna have to start being confident in your decisions and because where you're at right now you don't feel good and and you constantly feel like insecure so just be confident and know probably like 
let's say 50% of the time you'll be right and 50% of the time you'll probably be wrong and it's okay to be wrong. And yes. I just, you just got to keep telling It's okay not that. to know. Yeah, yeah. How, how do we know? Yeah. We can't have all the answers. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of my beliefs, synchronicity mm-hmm. and the universe, mm-hmm. us having this conversation. Yeah. It's like the universe gives us validation. Totally. Right? So yeah. it's like, that's now said, you know. Right? Right? Divinely guided, yeah. Right? Yeah. That is one of my things. Like, you know, you really have to tap into your inner you. Yeah. Because like everybody's, journey's different like what's for me it might not be for you and vice versa but you know what we could come to common ground right right so i believe that with love drives out the hate with love drives out the darkness mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. what, what do you need with darkness to bring in the light to get rid of it you know what i mean so yes. it's like i believe in Taking in and like listening to the nothing, like sometimes just hear nothing, listen to your heart, yeah, your inner voice, God voice. I say that because I've had so many experiences. I know there's more to life than just our flesh, of course, right? Like we are, we're more than energies. Like you know what I mean? Like we really do have a soul. Yeah. So it's like, do your soul mission work. I feel like right now I'm on that. Like I, I did the passion thing in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Now I'm living in my purpose. Oh, I love it. Right? You, yeah. you get me, you yes. know? So I feel like that's where I'm at. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Well, thank you. Well, before we finish up, I'd like to ask you. I, you should have done this before, Hank, so I usually mm-hmm. do. But mm-hmm. I'll get you to write it down after okay. the show. Okay. So um, I'd love to know of a goal that you're working on right now. Yes. This is the goals and dreams box. Ooh. And I'll get you to write it down afterwards and we'll put it in there. And I like you, it. I may follow up in the future. I love it. <laughs> so what is something that you're working towards right now? Right like now, I would love to share. I'm working on merchandise i'm Ooh. very excited about that cool. yeah so i always like i come up with these little crazy ideas but i'm like we need this like especially like little travel kits like i'm Ooh. like oh. i want to do stuff for travel that's cool right uh-huh. on the go right because it's like you don't need the, the gigantic size of everything right but why does it have to look like a boot Oh, totally. I know what you're talking about. You know, so I'm definitely going to start with the clothes because we're going to start small. But eventually I'm going to definitely dabble into things that I feel that people are going to use. Right. Yes. I want to get into stuff people are going to use. Wow. Yeah. And that goes in line with what you're saying. You know, that's purposeful. Everything that you're doing is purposeful. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank (laughs) you for sharing that. I love it. I look forward to finding out uh, how it's going in the future. What we come up with, right? (laughs) All right. Well, before we say goodbye, let's um, go ahead and get you to tell everyone where they can find you. You can go to my website. It's www.winter land spelled w-y-n-t-e-r-l-a-n-d.com or you can catch me on instagram at at renee winter which is r-e-n-e-e w-y-n-t-e-r great and where can they find uh your single speak we're on all streaming platforms all deezer spotify itunes amazon amazing title all of it yeah well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having this me. This is so fun. Amazing. I cannot believe this is even real. Like, 
This is the best, guys. Nam slay, slaying. Yes, you are slaying, girl. You are a light worker. You're slaying. It's been such a pleasure. And I'm going to finish on the note of my motto, which is the grass is greenest where you are right now, which yes. sounds very in alignment oh, with what you goosebumps. are all about. So definitely. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, love you guys so, so much. Sending you so much love, light, and motivation to go slay at your goals. We love you, too. <laughs> Namaste. Oh, your show's a. Up-